Deloitte's The Inside Track is developed to prep you and your organization for the ever-changing future. It provides insights into the agility you'll need to do sustainable business. This podcast series dives into the six agility domains necessary for Belgian companies to stand up to future crises. Please welcome our Inside Track host, Gudula Venans, Director of Deloitte Belgium. At Deloitte, we are convinced that a digital and integrated supply chain vision can only be fulfilled if technology is a really strategic lever. Converging your supply chain and technology strategy can really add a competitive advantage. And therefore, shaping your supply chain application systems requires much more than compiling just a set of best-of-breed supply chain solutions. We at Deloitte, we believe in a more holistic approach. To elaborate on this, I invited two gentlemen today. Thank you, Goodland, and uh, very happy to be here. So my name is Stan Van Hoff. I'm a partner in Deloitte, I'm focusing on SAP-enabled business transformations. And I've had the honor uh, throughout my career to lead several large-scale of those business transformations, mm -hmm. mainly with a focus on supply chain optimization um, across multiple industries, uh, mainly in life sciences and um, manufacturing. And today I've also brought along my colleague Skander. Thank you, Stan. So my name is Skander Kamoun. I'm a director in the uh, Deloitte SAP Belgian practice. I co-lead with Stan, the warehouse component of our uh, Belgian Center of Excellence for EWM and TM. I have had the luck in my career to be involved in several warehouse management transformation, and I'm very happy to be with you today. Thank you, guys. So for today's Inside Track, we will focus on uh, digital supply chain execution world. Um, the digital supply chain as such has become really one of the hottest topics for uh, a supply chain leader. So how did this all start in fact? It's a, it's, it's a good question actually. Uh, so first of all, let's establish that supply chain has evolved a lot over time. But every now and then we could see more than just a simple evolution. I would say even a revolution. And for me, digital supply chain wave is definitely qualifying as one of those systemic changes. And it was induced really by a couple of big phenomena that happened to, to occur in around the same period of time. So first, there was an increasing focus from pretty much all organization to become customer-centric, customer-focused. And they realized that the only way for them to do so is really to rethink, reshape their supply chain from the traditional linear vertical supply chain into an integrated end-to-end -end supply chain. But they also realized that this can only be achieved if the technology lever was going to enable them to do that. Mm -hmm. Well, it just happened to be that around the same period, we were seeing some quantum leaps in terms of innovation technology, and particularly in domains such as analytics, cognitive analytics, machine learning, artificial intelligence, but also in the space of cloud, cloud transformation, and so on. And that has enabled the major software providers in the world to also rethink their offering when it comes to supply chain landscape and supply chain solutions. They started coming up with an end-to-end -end integrated 
supply chain landscapes, which were, were thought through from the beginning to be integrated. Uh, and this has actually induced the major software providers to also uh, come up with their own version of the uh, supply chain solutions and their own version of the digital supply chain. And we started seeing them producing a very comprehensive end-to-end thought-through supply chain system, mm -hmm. uh, which were completely integrated architecturally, right? Uh, they were also standardized, cost-effective, scalable, and with a clear framework for innovation. So it was actually quite exciting and unique to see the business of supply chain and the technology world really coming towards the same direction and marching towards the same goal. Okay, I understand. So, but where exactly then was the paradigm shift? I mean, in other words, like, how did it change the way we advise today our customers in terms of logistic applications? Yeah, Scanner spoke about technology and business marching towards the same goal. Mm -hmm. eh? and, and I would add that as a, as a pioneering consulting firm, eh, we had a, a very important role in making sure that those two worlds, the business and the technology, mm -hmm would speak the same language. For instance, uh, I, I remember that in my, my early days as a consultant, uh, when we were helping a customer to select a warehouse management system or a transportation management system solution, uh, all the effort was put on the evaluation of the capabilities uh, to deliver a, a, a functional uh, package yeah in that specific domain. Okay. Uh, those, those decisions so were really taken indeed in, in, in a silo, uh, really function by function. Uh, and, and the consequence of yeah. that was obviously that very often companies ended up with uh, a mosaic of, of systems, uh, a very broad set of different systems, all selected and implemented silo by silo. And you can imagine that creating one cohesive end-to-end -end supply chain ecosystem uh, out of those applications, it was quite a tremendous task. Yeah. <laughs> it came with a risk, it came with a cost, uh, and it hardly delivered the business objectives. Uh. And also from a maintenance point of view, I do not have to tell you that that was quite Disaster. a nightmare to do. <laughs> yes. Okay. So, do you have kind of a concrete example that make it a little bit more uh, visual for our yeah, sure, viewers? sure. Yes, yes. I, I've actually have I've quite a few examples mm -hmm. eh, from from those early days. Eh. Uh, for example, I remember um, one of one of uh, our life sciences clients eh, who who were running on on SAP as as ERP package, and th and they were actually selecting a new WMS package mm -hmm. eh, uh, to optimize their warehouse uh, management, um, and they happened to select. Um, a non-SAP WMS package, eh, one of the best of breed solutions. And that implementation and, and actually getting that system up and running proved to be very difficult. Eh. It proved yeah. to be complex, not necessarily because of, of the capabilities and the functionalities of, of the WMS package, but truly because of the integration. Um, the, the integration, and with that I mean the end-to-end -end process integration, the data model integration, eh, and so on, um, was highly complex. Uh, and, and the company realized that actually, even though adding the best experts of the firm, also uh, from an integration perspective, it didn't deliver uh, yeah. upon, their, upon their expectations. But to be fair, uh, I also have another example, um, another life sciences company uh, by, by accident. Uh, 
who were running on, on a non-SAP ERP package. And um, they, they selected actually um, the SAP WMS package, uh, Extended Warehouse Management or EWM, um, as their new WMS package. And we actually faced similar challenges there. Uh, so um, it's, it's fair to say uh, that, that this happens uh, across multiple, uh, multiple software vendors. Uh. And, and it made us realize that actually, from a strategic point of view, uh, we had to rethink that strategy of building that end-to-end -end supply chain execution suite. Uh, um, from the inception, from the start of those programs, um, and in, instead of doing that uh, after the fact. Yeah. Eh? So, so the integration would become a, a, key, a key selection criteria, so to say. Okay, so what I understand from what you're saying right now is that, in fact, selecting a best-of-breed per function within your supply chain causes more pain to the customer and doesn't deliver what they were expected as a benefit. But what do you suggest and what, what, what would be the solution there? Yeah, so, so as I was referring to, I think that if the, if the vision of a company is, is really to build that cohesive, mm -hmm. integrated supply chain execution system landscape, eh, then it, it is not more than logical to include the integration component as one of the key selection criteria. Okay. Eh? It, it should be one of your primary criteria. What I, what I mean with that is that in your evaluation of the software providers, um, you should look mainly or firstly at software providers who provide really that native integrated uh, supply chain solution or that native integrated supply chain execu execution end -to -end. suite. End-to-end, -end, yes. And, and of course, the ERP system that you're running on mm -hmm. will actually influence uh, which um, solutions to look for. Uh, okay. So if, if, if as a company you're running uh, on Oracle as an ERP, then definitely start first with the evaluation of the supply chain suite of Oracle. Likewise, for SAP. Uh, if you're running on an SAP ERP, then evaluate your supply chain suite of SAP okay. first. It is important though to note that um, when doing such a selection, uh, you have to keep in mind that when evaluating um, that software package or that software uh, suite for supply chain, that you keep in mind that as a um, primary objective from a functionality perspective, you should look at your foundational capabilities. Um, like? You have to accept that, that, that you, you need to start with foundational uh, and can potentially expand afterwards. What I mean with that is that if you're selecting a, a TMS or a WMS solution, uh, um, your, um, your software provider, uh, your, your SAP or Oracle, um, might not offer every single latest and greatest capability in TMS or WMS. Mm -hmm. uh, um, but it's important um, that the first step in your selection uh, is, is truly building that cohesive end-to-end -end supply chain execution platform. Stan, I hear what you're saying about integration and how that serves also the strategic direction of an integrated supply chain. But I could imagine that a supply chain organization also has some aspirations huh, uh, to gain certain capabilities to help them gain some competitive advantage and, and win market share. How can they acquire those capabilities? Then? Yeah, so I agree. I think let's just convene that that should be step two 
towards building okay. a strong and solid uh, supply chain ecosystem. What I mean with that is that Stan spoke earlier today about the fact that the supply chain suite should be covering the core foundational processes mm -hmm. in essence. But you're right. I mean, let's assume that a company is for a certain strategic process is looking for a certain capability that will allow them to compete in the market, as you said. Well, okay, there are a couple of options, actually. First, if the architecture of their supply chain ecosystem has been thought through the way we described, they could innovate themselves. That's option number one, mm -hmm. right? But they could also be open to potentially third-party software providers, which we see quite few of them emerging in the market today, which are also able to offer you some capabilities, some applications that could interact with your ecosystem quite seamlessly and offer you that competitive advantage. So to be a bit more concrete in what I'm saying, I know that there are quite some new technology players that are coming up with applications which are cloud-based that have that ability to interact seamlessly with your ecosystem, supply chain ecosystem, and offer you something that could be added and completes your supply chain suite pretty well. Maybe to be even more specific, uh, I know that there is a company operating in the cognitive analytics space, mm -hmm. which is offering a solution called Command Center, Supply Chain Command Center. And what this solution does in a way, it's, it has the ability to interact with the building block of your supply chain, being the WMS, the TMS, the planning, and so on and so forth. It aggregates the data coming from all those systems into very nice comprehensive dashboard, supply chain dashboard, that offer you the typical KPI that allow you to manage your supply chain. But also, and interestingly enough, through the cognitive component of what they do, they could also predict potential mm -hmm. supply chain dysfunctions that could occur in your warehouse or in your transportation and so on. Now, if I take the example of a very known uh, supply chain dysfunction such as stock outage. Stock outages are having direct implication on customer not being delivered or not being delivered on time, and they result in customer not being satisfied. So having the ability through a very nice application to predict and act upon those and prevent potentially the stock outages. Mm -hmm. I mean, for me, that's a true materialization of what we were talking earlier about, which means customer centricity and customer focus. Skander, I agree. Uh, uh, this sounds really excited, to be honest, but, you know, I like to play the devil's advocate. So what is an effect preventing these applications from integrating their data sets from different softwares and producing the same dashboards? You're right. Nothing is preventing them. I mean, uh, so I think the discussion is more about... Uh, so if I see myself, for example, I've participated to quite some implementations that involve analytics, right? And I can assure you, Gudlo, that it makes huge difference if your core foundational processes are on the same ecosystem using the same data models that you don't have to integrate. You just have to aggregate that data to dashboards and focus on the cognitive aspect of your analytics versus if you have to start from scratch, integrated very heterogeneous systems yeah. and do yourself the data mapping and the data modeling and so on. Okay. I mean, in terms of 
effort involved, it's a complete different ballgame. Okay, I see, Skander. Um, and you know what's interesting is that we saw in the Agility Report uh, of 2022 is that 59% of Belgian companies declare to have a fully integrated supply chain, meaning from procuring the raw materials over order intake until the delivery to the end customer. How should we interpret this, in fact? Uh, I think there are two ways of looking at this. Obviously, it's good to see that there is a general consensus mm -hmm. that an integrated supply chain is a must in today's world if you want to reach really the, the goals that we described earlier, such as customer centricity and customer focus. So I think it's not a debatable matter anymore. I think where today's discussion comes into play, in my opinion, is how do you get there the most rapid way, cost-effective way, and you prepare yourself for the future? Mm. How is that going to get done, right? That's about agility. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And our point of view is, is really a two-step approach. Mm -hmm. First, for your core foundational processes, as Stan was saying earlier, do not reinvent the wheel. I mean, just go for the software provider that can offer you that suite that can cover the majority of your foundational processes and you're set for that path. Now, we discussed a bit earlier also about the strategic and mm -hmm. more, let's say, strategic capabilities. For that, you have to be open for innovation, for third parties and for other providers that could complete your supply chain suite very well and you are set in principle for the future. This all sounded really interesting, gentlemen. Thank you for that. So, but perhaps for our listeners and our viewers of today, could you summarize a little bit what we talked about today and give us some key takeaways? Of course, Hoodle. Um, the first step to an integrated end-to-end -end supply chain uh, is actually an integrated supply chain system landscape. Uh, mm -hmm. and, and as we said, Prioritize there in acquiring a natively integrated supply chain suite and avoid the risk and uh, the cost and the impact uh, of the time that is required to build those integrations yourself. And once you have those core capabilities established, it's time to look at competitive uh, advantages, uh, competitive advantage capabilities uh, offered by uh, cloud-based third-party solutions, as Scanner was highlighting and then explore the opportunities and pick actually what fits your company and your agenda. Thank you, Stan, Skander, uh, for being with us today uh, for this latest episode on the Inside Track by Deloitte. Um, and of course, I hope everybody now understands a little bit more about the competitive advantage of a digital supply chain. Thanks a lot. It was a pleasure to be here, uh, Goodle. Thanks a lot for inviting us. And thank you all for joining us today at the Inside Track on digital supply chain execution. I hope you liked it as much as I did, and I really look forward to meeting you again on our next episodes. Bye bye. You're now one step further on the Inside Track to Agility. Want to know more about the six domains that will strengthen your organization? The Belgian Readiness Report is freely available. Be sure to tune in to the next episode of the Inside Track to keep broadening your way forward.